Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. There's a difference between being rich and wealthy. I mean, yeah, rich people have a lot of money, but wealth? Wealth is freedom. Wealth is not just money, but it's also freedom. It's also joy. And the truth of the matter is, your network is your net worth. So you may want to take a look at who's in your circle because they will shape your financial future. Your network impacts your net worth. Now, before we hop into today's show, I want to remind you of the book of the month, Goals by Zig Ziglar. Be sure to grab your copy, link in the description box below. And while you're there, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe so you can be notified every single time we drop a new video. Alrighty now, let's hop into the show. Welcome to the table, yeah, yeah, we're gonna get real, we're gonna get right, oh, building up wealth, we're gonna give life, welcome to the table, There are 10 important truths on how to win with your money that I really want to cover today. If you really want to be successful with money, if, if you really want to really want to have financial freedom, if you're watching this on YouTube, put I want to win. Just, just type in right now if you're watching this live, I want to win. If you're watching this and it's already been up on YouTube, type in I want to win. If you're listening to this on podcast, just speak it out loud. I want to win win. And there are some false things out there that people are saying to help you win with money. They're false. They're not going to help you with money. But there are truths that I really want to point out today that if you really listen to these truths, these will help you win with money. They will help you avoid some mistakes and they will help you position your kids when it comes to building true wealth. Now, check this out. I, I want to say this right now. Uh, today, we've started something that I believe is going to be so powerful uh, for the body of Christ. We started Pray FYI today, where we're praying for your increase. We're praying for our increase as a community. The Bible, the Bible, the Bible, 2024. I'm, I'm telling y'all how we are really focusing on the Bible this year and how when I'm doing my solo shows and my teaching shows, I'm starting off with a scripture and an affirmation of the show uh, brought to you by our friends over there at the Bible app. Uh, I'm going to get to scripture here in a little bit. But but uh, I really do believe that when two or three people come in together, that's where God is in the midst. And so I want two to 3,000 people, 20 to 30,000 people, 10 to 12,000 people praying for their increase. And so if you want to join this movement, it's 100% free. Go to PrayFYI.com. We're going to be praying for 10 minutes every single day, the 22nd through the 26th of January at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time. Just go to PrayFYI.com. Get your boyfriend, get your girlfriend, get your children. But if they're not in school, tell all your friends, hey, listen, we can pray for our future spouses. We can, we can pray for love. We can pray for, you know, a million dollars. But when is the last time we actually prayed for wisdom and knowledge for God to increase so we can keep the increase. Join me. Just give me five days straight, 10 minutes of your time. That's one hour throughout the week. And I promise you by this time next year, you will not be the same. 
I'm going to bring your attention over to, I act like I'm preaching inside the church, uh, <laughs> but I want to bring your attention over to Proverbs chapter 21, uh, verse 5. Proverbs chapter 21, verse 5. It says, the plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. So, so, so what the scripture here is telling us that, you know, if we can be diligent, if we can be disciplined, that leads to wealth. But if, if we're, if we're immature, if we're, if we're not doing the right things, that's what leads to broke. <laughs> that's what leads to being broke. So today's affirmation of what I want to start off with today is I am committed to thoughtful planning and consistent effort in my journey towards financial freedom. My diligence paves the path to lasting success and wealth. I said it one more time, because I really want you to say this. I want you to repeat after me. If you're driving, keep your eyes on the road and just repeat after me. If you're on YouTube, hey, repeat after me. Type it in the chat if you can. I am committed to thoughtful planning and consistent effort in my journey towards financial freedom. My diligence paves the path to lasting success and wealth. And if we're going to have lasting success and wealth, here are some important truths that's going to help us. Here's the truth number one. There are four key elements that are essential for accumulating wealth. Four crucial, crucial elements when it comes to accumulating wealth. What's going on, everyone? It's your boy AO here, and I'm super excited to share some incredible news with you. On January 22nd through the 26th, we're launching a transformative movement called Pray FYI, short for Pray for Your Increase. We're believing 2024 will be the year we eliminate debt and build wealth. So real quick, I want to give you a sneak peek into what's happening January 22nd through the 26th. I want to encourage you to join myself and thousands of others in this week of prayer as we're diving into a series of powerful sessions, each focusing on a key aspect of financial well-being. Join this movement by visiting PrayFYI.com. You see, day one, we're focusing on debt reduction and financial stress. We'll be praying for wisdom to identify and eliminate unnecessary expenses, making room for your financial growth and stability. On day two, it's all about increase in salaries and business income. We'll come together and pray for guidance in pursuing career opportunities, promotions, and the skills needed to boost our income. Day three is all about increase in wealth and investment opportunities. Let's pray for discernment and wisdom. We need this in making sound financial decisions that lead to long-term, I mean long-term, I mean generational prosperity. On day four, we're tackling boosting multiple streams of income. Together, we'll pray for creativity and opportunities to diversify our income streams, creating financial abundance. And finally, on day five, enhancing legacy. Let's pray for discernment and wisdom in making some sound financial decisions that lead to long-term prosperity. I wanna personally invite you to join me on this journey of financial and spiritual growth. Listen, I honestly, I can't wait to see you there. Visit PrayFYI.com to get started.
I'll see you soon. The first four elements are you're going to have vision, personal discipline, income, and patience with time. There's, I hate it when I hear people say, hey, here are the secrets to wealth building. Here, 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 here are, you know, the, 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 the very, very secret things that wealthy people don't want you to know. There's no secrets in building wealth when we all have our love letter from the, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Everything on building wealth is right in here. This is our love letter that God has given us that will help us build wealth. And there's four main things that the Bible talks about. You got to have a vision. Where there is no vision, that's where people perish. That's where people perish. If you're not disciplined, huh? Proverbs 21, verse 5. If you don't have personal discipline, if you cannot tell yourself to budget, if you cannot tell yourself to focus, if you cannot sit here and tell yourself, no, if you do not have the discipline to tell yourself no, to make yourself wait, you cannot accumulate wealth. You will not have financial freedom. I was talking to a good friend of mine and, 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 and uh, she used to date a celebrity um, and I won't say the name of the celebrity. I mean, I won't even say this particular um, uh, individual's name, uh, but She's like, man, you're, you will be surprised, Anthony, of how much money this particular person actually has. This particular person has a lot of money, uh, makes a lot of money, but doesn't have a lot of money. And it's because they don't have discipline to manage that money. And this particular individual said, you have more money invested and saved than this particular person has in their account, but this particular person makes way more money than you. But they don't have the discipline to say no. They don't have the discipline to say, maybe not no, but let's wait. They don't have the, dis the discipline to have delayed gratification. And discipline is not something you just get overnight. You got to practice this. You always got to continue. I have to continue practicing how to have discipline. The number three is you got to have income. You can't build wealth without income. You can't just be sitting on your couch. I got a dream. <laughs> no. Martin Luther King had a dream and worked a dream. It's Martin Luther King month. Happy birthday. Right. Like, like we, 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 we can't just have a dream and not do the work. One of the things that I'm always saying is I'm going to pray like it all depends on God, but I'm working like it all depends on me. And just because I'm working like it all depends on me doesn't mean I don't have faith in him. Doesn't mean he, I don't believe in him. No, what I'm saying, God, while I'm doing what you've given me, the gifts and the skills and the talents and the wisdom and knowledge to do, God, you can do whatever you want to do. If you want to step in and catapult me three miles ahead or, or three steps ahead, cool. God, do whatever you want to do. God, I am yours, but I'm going to put in the work and I'm going to get this income. Because our greatest wealth building tool is our income. And so if we are not seriously taking enough time to sit down and figure out how we can have more income, and we're going to talk about that today as well, then y'all, we're not going to have increase. We're not going to accumulate wealth. And the last, the last key element, the last key element, these are not no secrets, is you got to have patience with time. Gotta have patience with time. 
Stop trying to do these overnight get rich quick schemes. No, 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 no. We we really need to be focusing on, okay, while there may be some ways we can make money a little bit quicker over here, what's what's the what's the oven way? Now bump that. What's the smoker way? When I say smoker, I ain't talking about smoking. I'm talking about an actual grill smoker. <laughs> okay. Well, what is that way to where we can have money cooking? We can have money working for us over a longer period of time. Well, we're going to talk about that today. But I really want to start off with this first truth. There are no secrets to building wealth, but there are four key elements that are essential to building wealth. You got to have a clear vision and work that vision and come up with a strategy to get you to that vision. You got to have discipline to stick to the strategy that gets you to the, gets you to the vision. You got to have some income. You, you got to be producing some level of income. And with that income, you got to be patient with time. Truth number one. Now, truth number two is where some people may completely argue with me, but I stand true on the word of God. Truth number two, you have to be a tithe payer. And if you're not a Christian believer, you, AKA what I'm saying is you got to be generous with your money. I know a lot of rich people who are broke and wealthy people who are rich. I'm going to let that sit right there. I know a lot of rich people who are broke, but I know a lot of wealthy people who are rich. And I really want to start off with this truth because here it is. Let's say for an example, you're making a million dollars a year. Your tithe to God is a hundred thousand. It's not a, it's, you're not going to hell if you don't pay God his tithe. No, 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 no. But I do believe that I want God to bless the other 900,000 because check this out. The other $900,000 that I have from that year, it's not mine. God is trusting me with his $900,000 to be a good steward over it, to provide for my family, to continue building for the kingdom, to continue impacting the community, to, to enjoy life, right? But all of this that I have is God's. But he's trusting me with it. And if I could be honest with you, if I could be real honest with you, it, I didn't really start making the kind of money I'm making now until I started trusting God with his 10%. I was praying and saying, God, give me more, give me more. But God was like, no, I can't trust you with what you have right now. You're not paying your taxes. You're not paying tithe. You, you're, you, you can't even really save. You're not investing. You're out here buying this, but you ain't got nothing set aside for your kids, but you're asking me for more? You can't even give me a tenth of my money. <laughs> so yes, son, I love you. Yes, daughter, I love you. Yes, I want the best for you, but I'm not going to bless you with more if I can't trust you with the little that you have. I'm quick to give away money. I'm quick to tithe. I get excited when I'm tithing. Watch this. Before I had the money today, when I was making $55,000 a year, I was tithing. 
I got excited to give God his 10% because I just knew if I am obedient, God has to bless me. God doesn't want me obedient and I'm not blessed. What kind of parent would that be? And so, and so if, if you're making 50,000, if you're making 60,000 and you're saying, I can't tithe. No, what you're saying is you are more important than trusting God. What do you mean by that? Ayo, let me tell you what I mean by that. Maybe you got too much house. You have too much car. Huh? Huh? No, you don't need those name brand items you have. The last thing I want to do is tell God I can't give you 10% because I got a house that I really can't afford. I was talking to my team the other day. One of our friends on our show, um, Justin, he's documenting his new journey of starting a business. And and he, he sold his G-Wagon and Bentley possibly about between those two cars, a half a million dollars sitting in his garage. And he went and stepped down to a Honda Accord, 2023 Honda Accord, it's a nice Honda Accord, because he's building a business. And one of his models was like, man, listen, I didn't want to have all these assets um, um, or liabilities because he was he was making car payments on those while I'm building a business. And I really didn't want to change like my lifestyle for him and his young lady that he has. And, um, and he said, also, too, I wanted to be an example to my team that you don't need flashy things to build a business and to build what we're building. And one thing I learned from that was, are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to do things different so you can get the life that you truly want and desire? I firmly believe that because he's making this sacrifice, one, because he has the discipline, hmm? going back to the scripture, because he has the, the discipline and he's consistent with it, God is going to bless him with his dream cars in the next couple of years. Why? Because he's saying, you know what? I want to be faithful over the, the things God has given me. And I just firmly believe when we can say, God, I'm going to choose you before any of my desires, before any of my wants, God is not just going to give us back tenfold of the money we gave him, but he's going to give us the resources to get the things of our hearts, the things that we desire. I, 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 I refuse to not give God his tithe. I was telling my team, like, man, at one point in time, I was thinking about doing something. I was going to sell one of my cars, too. Like, yo, bro, here. Because what I don't want to do is stop tithing. And what I didn't want to do was jump into my emergency fund, right, to go do this particular idea that I had. So I was going to sell one of my cars. Because I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to rob from God. I'm not going to not give God 10% of his stuff back. I'm not doing that. And I think because I've shown God he can trust me, woo, because I've shown God he can trust me. God has given me more. And every time he gives me more, I got to show God he can trust me even more. And it's not just about tithing, but being generous with your money. That's another um, of activation. That's another key to building wealth. Because if God can see that he's blessed you with 50,000, with 100,000, with a quarter million, with a million, et cetera, and he sees that not only are you tithing to the church, 
But if you see a brother or a sister in need, you're being a blessing to them. One of my dear friends, Ariane Simone, who is uh, the co-founder of Fearless Fund, you know, unfortunately, they're going through a federal lawsuit right now. And I saw my dear friend who I love and her passion for helping Christian um, black sisters get into the business field when they're already there's obstacles there. And, 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 and I saw her a woman evolve last year, right when everything was going viral. And I looked at her and I said, yo, how can I help? What do you need? She said, we need money. I said, consider it done. I went upstairs, called my CPA, my accountant. I said, hey, I want to give $10,000 to this firm. She said, do it. Earlier last year, my good friend Sarah Jakes was, you know, raising money to send black young daughters to uh, go to college. Um, and uh, I text her husband, my, my good friend, Tori Roberts. I said, yo, bro, my company wants to send a check. Didn't even tell him what I wanted to send. I think she had like 20 young ladies that needed $10,000 each. And I said, hey, we're going to take care of one lady on our own. We gave them a check of $10,000. My church um, is uh, in the middle of building. And on top of my tithe and offerings, we gave them a check for six figures to go towards the building because of the great work they're doing. One of my friends was winter months, and they have this program to where they go out there and they just find homeless people, and they are um, raising funds uh, so that way they can go find homeless people and give them jackets and blankets. I gave them $5,000 to give jackets and blankets. My goal this year, 2024, is that we can give away a quarter million dollars. Quarter million dollars. We're going to Always support Fearless Fund. There's another organization that we also support. That uh, that we also support. We give them five, ten thousand dollars every year. But this year, I want to do something that my company can say uh, they that we did. You know that we we honestly figured out some ways to to get my entire team involved. And I can't wait for that because I want God to know. Hey, listen, I'm not selfish. My team, we're not selfish. We want to be a blessing. We want to help people who are in need. Because God, if you can trust me with this, I want you to know that the family that you've called me to steward well, my wife and my kids, if I have kids, I'm going to steward them well. The local church that you have me connected with, which is the baddest church in the world, Union Church, I'm going to steward my relationship well with my pastors and with that community and partner with them. And when I see someone in need, and if you drop it on my spirit to be a blessing and to support them, I'm going to do it. One of my good friends in Fayetteville, North Carolina, Jessica Jones and Tanika, um, are starting a, a group home uh, for young people. And I, I cut them a check for furniture and some other things. I said, hey, listen, um, I want to do more with this. Let me know how we can do more. And I want to donate my time to come out, come down there and teach these young people how to budget and how to really start making money at their young age. It's all about being generous and tithing and just really giving back. I'm not saying I've all rich people do this because I know a lot of rich people who are broke. But when I say I know a lot of wealthy people who are rich, I think they have the money, which is like the rich side, but they have the wealth because they're they're stewarding it well. But wealth is not just money, but it's also freedom. It's also joy. 
And I think they have that because they're, they're seeing what their resources do for others. And when I look back and I see the young lady who I helped go to college, when I see Fearless Funds able to go down there and bless and surprise young African ladies to start their business, and I know I'm a part of that, it just brings so much joy to me. So much joy. I have I have accounts set up for my nephews and niece. And every time I put money in there, it, it's, it just brings me so much joy. And I want to go into the next thing, but this brought me so much joy. And this, and this is why I say I'm, I'm wealthy. I may not be that kind of wealthy yet, right? But here's, here's why I really say I'm wealthy, uh, because I get joy. I remember when I was um, home for Thanksgiving last year, um, 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 and, and uh, my little niece asked me something about gifts, and my oldest nephew, uh, Theo, said, he doesn't, gives us, he doesn't give us gifts, he has an account for us. He has a college account for us. And I said, huh, you remember? Like, he said it happy. Like, he, he understands that Uncle Anthony is being generous and in, in saving money for us. And when I graduate high school, I'm going to have some. That brings me joy that I'm not being selfish with my money. So if you really want to win with money, if you really want to win in 2024 with money, you have to be a tithe payer. It's not a law. It but it does activate something spiritually because remember, we're praying like it all depends on him. There's a spiritual component to building wealth and we're working like it all depends on us. We're using the gifts and the talents that God is giving us. But if we don't have both of them, I want both of them because God can supercharge my work because he can trust me. God can open up doors that I didn't know I needed open and I can walk through that door and because of my character, integrity and work ethic, there's a million dollars there. There's this there. There's that there. And I can't even tell y'all. Can I just be honest? I got to go on, but I just felt let say this. I don't know how I have a multi-million dollar business. I was just sitting there um, uh, just a couple of days ago and during my, my, my morning thought and diva, I was like, man, I didn't know. Man, God, I didn't plan to make $100,000 that way. I, I didn't know that was going to do that, but God did. And God said, I can trust you. Because I'm quick to give him his. Quick. Quick. I don't want to give no girlfriend. I don't want to give nobody no date. I don't want to give my team members. I don't, I don't want to give my family. I don't want to give me anything until God has his. I'm, I'm still a flawed brother. I'm still a flawed man. But at the end of the day, I know who I belong to. With all the craziness I got going on in my life, with all the, the stuff that me and my therapist are working through, like I know at the end of the day, it is because of God's grace that I'm still here. It is because of God's grace that I'm able to do the things that I'm doing with this business. This ain't me. This ain't my team. This is God saying, hey, I got y'all covered. I don't, I'm, I still wake up every day like, did I just make a few million dollars last year? Did, did we just give away close to $200,000? God, do we have five full-time team members? Like, God, how? How? And one of those truths is because I tithe. It's because I'm generous. And it activates 
things spiritually. When we think about these first two truths, I really want to talk about this one. Truth number three, um, your network impacts your net worth. I'm going to say this right there. Um, and, and, I'm, and I'm just going to say this and leave it here. Some of you all have friends that have a broke mentality, that have an average mentality. And that's the reason why you are broke and you're average. Here's my philosophy when it comes to relationships. 33%. Of my friendships are wiser, smarter, more intelligent than me. 33%. 33% are on my level. We lock arms and we're moving the same direction. I'm in a content space. One may be pastoring, trying to uh, get people saved. One may be in a tech world. One may be in a medical world. I, I don't care, but we're all agreeing like, hey, we want to build wealth. We want to, we we want to be a part of the E3 community. We want to expand in abundance, wellness, and freedom. Let's dive into something exciting. Bethel Tech's micro credential program. Just 15 weeks and you're on your way to mastering in-demand tech skills, setting you apart in today's competitive job market. And the best part, it's all online, 100% online and fitting perfectly into your busy life. Bethel Tech isn't just about tech skills, it's about growing your character through spiritual mentorship and faith groups, shaping you into a Christian leader in the tech world. You'll learn from industry experts geared towards your success. What about landing your dream job? Bethel Tech's graduates are making waves at companies like Salesforce and Dell. And with a price tag of only $5,000, it's an investment in your future that's both affordable and valuable. Are you ready to start? With multiple start dates, there's never been a better time. Visit anthonyoneal.com forward slash Bethel. Again, that is anthonyoneal.com forward slash Bethel and step into your tech career with confidence and character. We want our families to be uh, prosperous. We want, we want our families to be able to do whatever we want to do. We want to be generous with our money. We want to help the kingdom grow. So let's lock arms. And we're listening to the people who are smarter and wiser and better than us in our fields. And we're trusting their guidance. We're trusting their wisdom. Then the other 34%, right, is going to be the people who are not below us. Like, no, we're all equals in God's eyes. But they may not be on our level. But as we're locking arms and learning from up top, we are, are reaching down to them and we're giving them the advice. We're giving them the wisdom, the knowledge to come join us on this level. So it's like, I'm learning, I'm moving, I'm giving back. And so your net work impacts your net worth. And the reason why I can say that I am here is because I have a network of individuals who are growing my mind, who are making me evolve as a man. And then I have people in my network who are holding me accountable to the things that I'm trying to do. I had an opportunity to get some season tickets with one of my good friends and, uh, and, 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 um, uh, some real dope seats, right? And he was like, bro, but does that help you get to your vision of getting more real estate property? Does that help you get to your vision to where you say you want to put away at least a million dollars in the emergency fund for your business? And I was like, no, it doesn't, bro. That's real talk. 
That's real talk. I'm the money guy. I was like, I could figure out a way. He was like, bro, let's just get a couple of games here and there. Let's just go out and enjoy some of the games. But don't drop that much money to get it, bro. Like, let's go. Let's go. Then two months later, I held him accountable for something he told me. He was like, bro, let's go. If your network is always saying, girl, you'll be all right. You can, you know, one of the one of the things that I don't like about certain people's network, and I got to hurry up because we, we got to make this show one hour and I got a lot more truths to give you all. Um, 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 one of the, the things that I hate hearing from people is um, stop asking God, can you afford it? And start asking God to send you more resources to afford it. I don't have no one in my network who tells me that. Well, well, you can't afford it right now, but ask God to send you the resources to afford it. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to pray about that long before I even get the product. <laughs> long before I even get whatever it is. Like, don't tell me go get it, even though you can't afford it right now, but have God give you the resources. That's, that's not faith. That's a little immature. Before I even go look at something, I already know I can afford it. That's not a deal simply because I got approved. What? What? No. No, 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 no. So your network impacts your net worth. If you don't have people forcing you to grow this year, you need to reexamine your network. I'm sorry. Your network are not just individuals who you can talk to, but your network is also the people like myself who you may listen to on podcasts, who you may listen to on YouTube, because I'm always going to give you the truth that's going to help you build wealth. That's going to help you expand when it comes to your abundance, wellness, and freedom. You may not like how I say it sometimes, but it's going to be the truth. Dave Ramsey, Earn Your Leisure, Patrice Washington, Justin, Victoria, Joy, my network, like, 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 we're going to give you the truth. As a matter of fact, let's, 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 let's jump over to this one. Let's jump over to truth number four, truth number four. Debt has become the modern day slave. Yep. Slavery is gone in the United States of America. But slavery has not completely gone away. Debt has become the modern day slave. Nearly 30% of Americans believe it would take them at least five years to pay off their credit card. Five years. 11% of American people believe it would take 10 years to pay off their credit card. Watch this. 6% of American people believe they will never pay off their credit cards. So the majority of American people, majority, it will take them five years or more to pay off their credit cards. While nearly 50% of American people need a credit card to cover essential living expenses. This wasn't they use. This wasn't they have the opportunity. No, half of us, five out of 10 people, 
watching right now, <laughs> listening to me right now, need a credit card to cover essential, important living expenses. 59% of my age bracket, nearly 60%, nearly six out of 10 millennials use credit cards for their living expenses. While 53% of Americans have maxed out their credit cards. Oh my gosh, man. Oh my gosh. Y'all, this is not helping us build wealth. This is scary. Did you know that in 2023, the average credit card APR was 21.19%? 21. That's scary. So I did the math. I did the math. I was doing some research and there's two studies out there, right? There's two studies out there. So I went with the Federal Reserve number. Um, when I looked at the average credit card balance, I saw one at 5000 I think it's like 5800 or $500. But the Federal Reserve is saying the average credit card balance is $7,951, right? $7,951, the credit card balance that they carry month to month, right? So I did the math real quick. $7,951 times that by 21.19% over 10 years. You are paying $11,246.88 in interest alone. That's a, so pretty much break it down your way. On a $7,951 month to month balance, Every month on that balance, you're paying $160 a month, which is very affordable, right? To people's eyes. You're paying $160 a month on a 21.19% um, interest rate. It will take you 10 years at $160 a month to pay off the $7,951 balance that you have on your credit card. So you borrow $7,951 and you pay back $11,246.88 in interest. Why in the world is this scary? You guys know me. You, you've seen me pull up my wealth calculator. You can go to anthonyoneal.com and I want you to pull up our wealth calculator because I really much think about this. If you paid $11,246 in interest going out, what did you miss of interest, compound interest coming in to you? To, to you, to your family. Why in the hell are you working Monday through Friday to give this credit card company all of your money and you're robbing from your kids, you're robbing from your legacy opportunity, you're robbing from your family. You're robbing from your last name to help that family put their daggone kids through school, help that family pass down millions of dollars to their kids, help that family go after that family's dreams, and what the What's going on, fam? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Have you ever wanted to uh, get into a new culture? Or are you even thinking about taking a trip and you really want to know what people are saying around you? Or maybe you're like me and you want to learn something new. 
I remember how hard it was to learn a language in school because the textbooks, it wasn't enough for me. Well, let me introduce you to my new friends over at Rosetta Stone. It's a top choice for learning languages and has been for over 30 years. Now you can use it right on your computer or on your phone. It's more than just trusting and remembering words. It's about getting deep into the language, being able to speak, listen, and even think differently. You see, Rosetta Stone has 25 languages from Spanish to French to even Japanese and a whole lot more. They even have this cool speech recognition called true accent that helps you say things right. And there's a special deal just for you. A lifetime membership to all 25 languages for 50% off. So don't wait. Now's the perfect time to start learning a new language. My listeners can get this awesome deal for a limited time. Just go to rosettastone.com today. Start unlocking languages and traveling with no worries by going to rosettastone.com today. Let's forget about all these language barriers and let's get into today's show. What's going on, family? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Now, before we get into today's show, I want to talk about something that's very important to me. You see, growing up, seeing folks who looked like me on TV, hearing them on the radio or reading their words, it showed me we could own our own narratives. It's more than just seeing black faces. It's about hearing our truths. You see, legends like Oprah and icons like Tyler Perry, they weren't just entertaining. They were mirrors of our resilience, our joy and our struggles. That's why NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths hits totally different. It's a whole vibe of celebration, capturing every shade of our experience. Imagine diving into the tales that speak to our soul, from the laughter and love to the real talk about what shapes us, from legends in the game to stories about our everyday heroes. This collection has no Bounds. You see, recently I got to tune in to an episode and let me keep it real with you. It's like sitting down with my family. The host, the stories, it's all about us and it's for us. It's real, it's raw, it's relevant, and it's uplifting. Showing every facet of being black in today's world. It's time to level up our playlist. After today's show, dive into Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR. Wherever you get your podcast. Let's keep making sure our stories are told by us for us. Now, let's get to today's show. What's going on, family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI red teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything 
you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. What the heck are you doing for yourself? So y'all know me, I had to do the math. I had to do the math. I don't have time to pull up the calculator because we got so much to go through in this quick show here. But what could you have made if you invested $160 a month into just a simple mutual fund giving you a 10% return on an average of 10 years? Remember this, $160, you paid them $11,246 in interest. But if you did the same math to yourself, you made $32,775, which technically the growth that you got, uh, this is good money right here. The growth that you got was $13,575. So that's how much actually you actually made just in 10 years. $160 a month. Instead of going to that family, you put it into your family. But no, no, we don't want to sit at the head of our table. We don't want to take a seat at the head of our table. We want to sit on the side of the daggone table and let the banks, let our uh, creditors um, be the ones who tell us what to do. Uh, but, well, you borrowed, you borrowed all this money. You better go get a second job. Take time away from your family. Take time away from you being a mother to your children. Take time away from you being uh, a father to your children. Take time away from you being a husband and a wife to your spouse. Take time away from you building something of your own. Go get another job so you you can pay me my money because my kids got to eat. And I, I got grace. I got grace. Let me calm down because I almost think I'm, I'm upset because I used to be there. But I get so passionate about this message because I really want you to understand what are we missing out on? What are we missing out on? What are our kids missing out on? And I, I'm going to talk about that today. Cause I want you to stay tuned because I'm going to show you how you can set your kids up to be worth $11 million by the time they're 60, 65 years old. And actually, let's go into that truth right now. Truth number five, your money has to be multiplying itself. Y'all know me. I'm a little wild. I'm a little crazy. I always say, man, my, my money needs to be having sex and creating twins, triplets, quadruplets. I, I want my money to really, 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 really be making more money. And your money has to multiply itself. Has to. Has to. And you start now and you invest monthly. You, you have to. While you're sleeping, your money needs to be working for itself. <clears throat> While, while you're sleeping, maybe you're making investments into real estate. But you really have to really start taking advantage. Watch this. Watch this. You really have to start taking advantage <clears throat> of your 401ks, of your mutual funds, of your HSA accounts. You have to really start taking advantage of the opportunities that's going to allow you to multiply your increase. You have to, you have to, I want I want to say this for 2024. You need to sit down with a financial advisor. I don't care if you're making $30,000, $50,000, $100,000, $150,000.
You need to sit down with a financial advisor. And let me say this too. When I said that 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 debt has become the modern day slave, if you're ready to get out of debt, because before you, before you sit down with the financial advisor, the very first thing is you need to get out of consumer debt. Every financial advisor that I advise and suggest, they say the same thing. You need to get out of consumer debt. And I have a free lead magnet that we're going to put on the screen right now. Um, and we're going to drop this link in today's show notes. You need to get this, uh, this free ebook. Okay. You need to get this free ebook on my website. Uh, that is, it's about 30 pages long. It's going to teach you how to get out of debt. It's going to teach you what you need to do, uh, to, to really get out of this thing. And so this way, when you're out of debt, you have more money that can multiply itself. And when you're multiplying it, you're going to sit down with a financial advisor this year, this year. Can I say it one more time? You're going to sit down with a financial advisor within, by the end of Q1. Tell them, hey, I want financial freedom. I don't have a lot to invest right now, but what are the basic steps I need to be doing to where I can have some of my money multiplying itself? How do we use the power of compound interest? We have to use the power of compound interest. Have to, have to. What's going on fam? I wanna thank my friends over at BetterHelp for sponsoring today's show. Hey folks, let's switch things up as we step into 2024. Instead of the usual new year, new you mindset, how about we focus on what's already working well in our lives? I want you to think about it. Maybe you've got a handle on organizing your space or you're nailing your morning routine with supplements. Why not build on the success? This is where therapy can be a game changer. It's not just about fixing problems. It's about recognizing and expanding on your strengths. Therapy helps you understand what you're doing right and how to leverage that to make lasting positive changes. <laughs> now, if you're like me, finding time for therapy can be a little bit challenging. Let's be real. That's where BetterHelp comes in. It's entirely online. It's uh, making it super convenient and flexible. You can fit it into your schedule no matter how busy you are. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and if you ever feel the need to switch therapists, you can do so anytime at no extra charge. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with the licensed therapist, and if you ever feel the need to switch therapists, you can do so at any time at no extra cost. Whether you've been in therapy before or considering it for the very first time, listen here, my friends at BetterHelp are a great option. It's not just for those who face major trauma. It's for anyone looking to empower themselves and to be the best version of themselves in 2024. So listen, I want you to celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com AO today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that is betterhelp.com AO or the link will be in today's show notes. All right, let's get back to today's show. So listen, as you are doing that, I, I want to go into number six. You know, as you're doing that, you, you, we got to continue making the bag. Here's truth number six. You have to make the bag. 
You got to select the career that you desire, not what your parents say, not what's popular, not what you're seeing everybody doing. You know what I'm saying? What is the best career that's going to get you closer to your vision? And so I did a little bit of um, uh, looking up here. Um, I, I wanted to break down like some of the, the average uh, wages that I'm seeing. I'm starting to get a lot more of young people watching me. So I started all the way from 16 all the way up to 65. When it comes to 16 and 19 year olds, they're making about on average about $15 an hour, which comes out to about $31,000 a year. 20 to 24 year olds are making about $18 an hour and they're making about $38,000 a year. I'm so surprised by these numbers, man, because I remember when I first started out, I was making $5.25 an hour. Like that's, that's what I was making at 16 years old when I got my work permit. I don't even know if they do work permits anymore for like 15 and 14 rows. When I first got started, I was making like $5.25 an hour. And I remember when I got to pay, uh, my first job was like $10 an hour. I thought I was rich. <laughs> and now I'm saying, man, these young people making $18 an hour. $38,000 a year. I remember when I went from hourly to salary. I was like, hey, we're not paying you hourly. We're going to just pay you a salary. I was like, man, this is dope. But now 25 to 34-year-olds are making about $25 an hour, about $52, $52,000 a year, I wish. Because when I was 25 when I was twenty five years old, I was a youth pastor, and I was making about uh, my first youth pastor job when I was 23 was $28,000 a year. And then when I was 25, I got my first job um, in Jacksonville, Florida. Not my first job, my second youth pastor job, I was making $38,000 a year, and I was 25. And it wasn't until I was about like 28 that I went to $55,000 a year. Um, and they're making $52,000 on average now. 35 to 44-year-olds are making about $30 an hour, about $63,000 um, a, a, a year. 45 to 54-year-olds are making a little bit a little bit more, $30.98, which comes out to about $65,000 a year. And 55 and older are averaging in between 63 down to about $54,000 a year, depending on where they are, because the 65-year-olds are not really uh, working full-time jobs. So there's three components when it comes to this, this truth. You got to make the bag. You have to make some income. Number one, you got to select the career that you desire. Number two, you got to start a side business. I don't care whatever you're doing, side business, side hobby. I did some research and I found out that the average person who has a side business, like an AKA side hobby, makes an extra $9,720 a year. So in my age demo, 35 to 44 year olds, that means that they'll be making about $73,000 a year. $73,000 a year um, uh, in most states, man, you're, li you're living a decent life. Like you're living a, a comfortable life, put it like that. But here's what I have found out that maybe starting a business, right, could be ideal for a lot of us. Small business owners that start off as a side business while working a full um, nine to five job and you successfully transition to a full-time operation after two years, right? After a two-year trend to earn, as in like they're, they're seeing, okay, it's making some more money. We're seeing it go up. On average, make between $83,000 to $126,000 a year. So this means that you're working this business for two years on the side and you're seeing that the income is trajecting up.
but you're also saying that you can't make any more money because you, you're not working it full time. You're still on your, your full time nine to five job. And you know for sure that if you could quit and put eight hours a day into your business, you can go up. Well, if you're making $130,000, that's more than the average person. Now, the small business, of course, there's going to be company expenses, et cetera, that you're going to have to um, expense out. You probably won't pay yourself $130,000 a year unless you are a small business, unless you are self-employed. That could possibly be the case. But I think one of the key things right here is, number one, is you got to find out a way, one, if you have a job on how to get a pay raise. And I have a $20 ebook on my website. Um, we'll put this on the show uh, on the screen right now as well uh, to where you can go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash get a raise. That is anthonyoneal.com slash get a raise. So we're going to help you get the best pay raise you could possibly get. It's 30 pages long. We're giving you scripts. We're helping you understand how to communicate with your boss. We're really walking you through detail by detail by detail on how to get the boss to give you a raise. And if they say no, how to ask the right questions to position yourself to get the raise coming back. Okay. Then number two, let's say if you're ready to transition career fields, man, one of the, the rising career fields right now that's creating net worth millionaires is tech. It's tech. It's tech. So if you want to get into the tech field for a very, very, very affordable price, I'm going to link that in today's show notes. Course Careers is doing some amazing things, not just in tech, but their boot camp is about $450. And they have so many boot camps. You can get into the tech field making like $80,000 within a matter of nine, within a matter of, of 90 days, 90 days, 90 days. We have a young kid that will be on the show here soon. He's 18. He was 18 when he first heard about it. He's now 19 making $80,000 with the possible pay raise coming by the end of this year. He went to course careers, paid 450, had a job within 90 days of actually taking and completing the boot camp. That took him two weeks to complete. We're going to drop course careers in today's show notes. But the key thing here is how in the world do you position yourself to make the bag and make more of the bag? We have to do that. Now, here's I got three more. Here's truth number seven. Truth number seven. And I'm not going, I'm not going to live long on this one because it's, it's for me. We should all know this. And I want to say this up front. I say this in the most humble and most respectful way ever. The average IG influencer is broke. The average IG, Instagram, social media influencer is broke. What do I mean? Don't worry about the Joneses. What is your vision? Where do you want to go? One of the things I'm doing this year in 2024 is I'm, I'm, uh, I've, I've unfollowed a lot of toxic Instagram pages. And then I've muted a lot of pages. Because I want to be very careful about what I put inside of my eyes. I'm 40 this year. My mind is thinking of legacy. My mind is thinking of partnerships. My, my mind is, is thinking about expanding, expanding in abundance, expanding in wellness, and expanding in freedom. And if what I am intaking, if what I am seeing is not helping me do that E3 community, then I do not want to be a part of it. I don't want to see it. 
I don't want to see somebody over here renting this car just to look like they got something so they can get you to buy a product. Heck no. No, I don't want to see that. I, I, don't, I don't want to see fake families taking fake family pictures, trying to act like we're good and you you and your wife or you or your spouse is, is tripping. And y'all won't get, you know, the therapy that you need. No, 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 no. I don't want to see you getting out of a Lamborghini talking about, hey, the three ways to get rich, sign up for my course. No, no, no. And I get it. I, we do that. But you all see exactly what we're doing. You, if you've been following me, you know where I started from. You know what, where I'm at. And I believe that you can be wealthy and have the nice things and still operate with no debt and still operate below your means. The average I don't let the IG world fake you. Don't let the social media, the TikTok, the Facebook, the Instagram, don't let this world fool you into believing that you have to be this person to be successful. People are buying things to impress, to impress people they don't even know and they don't even like. I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. Someone asked me, why did you buy the Bentley? Because everybody got a Bentley. Well, everybody in my circle don't have a Bentley and my family will tell you there are four cars that I talked about as a young person, BMW, got it, Bentley, Lamborghini, Rolls Royce. I can remember when I saw the Bentley for the first time is when I was driving the Six Flags in Los Angeles. I said, I got to have it. I remember when I said I wanted a Lamborghini because it had the Lambo doors growing up. If you had the Lambo door, they were putting Lambo doors on, on BMWs. I was like, I don't want a fake door of a Lamborghini door and a BMW. I just want to buy a Lamborghini. And I'm going to get it one day. I, then the ultimate car when I'm 50, I want that Rolls Royce. I want it. But I'm not going to fake my lifestyle to act like I got it just to impress people. I paid cash for my cars. I saved for a while to get those cars. But I didn't buy them because I saw them. No, I bought what I have because I like. I like it. Man, this is an ASO shirt. Do I have some name brand shirts? I do. But I'm like, I only buy it because I like it. I like it. Not because I want them to like it on me. I, I like it. If I don't like it for me, I don't want it. I don't want it. A lot of these, you know, these people that we see online are living paycheck to paycheck. They don't have it. Don't let the social media world fool you. That's the truth. Because the average influencer, the average person on, on social media who are flexing, man, is not real. Here's truth number eight. And this one is to my heart. I told y'all earlier on the show that if you stay to the end, I'm going to show you a way how you can make your, 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 your kids a millionaire. Truth number eight, pass the bag and the knowledge. You want to build wealth? Don't just build wealth for yourself. Build wealth for your kids. You got a baby right now? You got a two-year-old, a three-year-old, a five-year-old? I need you to pay attention. I need you to lock in. You got a 10-year-old? If you got a kid right now, I need you to lock in. If you don't have a kid right now, I need you to lock in. How are you positioning your kids to win? 
not just how you position your kids to win, but what are you teaching them? Who cares if, if we got the knowledge, if we didn't get the knowledge? No. Teach them. Son, I don't have a million dollars in my account right now, but here's how you can have a million dollars. Heck, not just a million, five million. Not just a million, five million. At 65, at 67 when you retire, I don't want you struggling like me and your mom. I, or I don't want you just having just, just this amount of money as me and your mom. No, 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 no. I want you winning. And the information I'm going to give you passes down to your kids. I want to walk you through some math here that, that is, it's just it's going to blow your mind away, right? It's going to blow your mind away. Follow me here. This is how we're going to pass the bag. There's three things that I've learned from wealthy people in this in a book, and that's we're going to make this one of the books of the month. But there's this book that really, really teaches how um, wealthy individual families have passed down their wealth generation to generation to generation to generation. And um, one of the key, the three three main things to learn from this book is going to be the relationship capital, knowledge capital, capital, and money capital, right? Before they even get to money, they're, they're, they're passing down relationships. We talked about that. Your network is, it, it impacts your network. Then knowledge, we're talking about that now. Because before I can give you the money, I need to make sure you have the relationships, the right network to keep this and grow it. I gotta make sure you have the right knowledge to steward it well. But then once I give you that, yo, here are the funds. And funds are important because I think if we do this, we can help close the wealth gap. Mom and dad, I need you to set aside $100 a month for your kids into a mutual fund. Let's go through the math. Here's how you can make your kid a multimillionaire before they end retire with very minimum effort from themselves and from yourself. Parents, I need you to invest $1,200 a year for the next 18 years. If you have a baby today and you just put $100 a month into an account, into a mutual fund, right, with a 10% average return, right, for 18 years, your contribution is only $21,600. The growth, as far as in compound interest, is gonna be $38,456.32. So this means when your child turns 18, you're not giving them a check, you're giving them a starter retirement fund. This is not a check, this is not a 529. This is a, hey, I love you so much that when you get 65, I want you to have freedom to enjoy your life. So, son, here's a college fund, 529. Son, here, daughter, here's some education. Here's some knowledge. You're going to college, debt-free. You already got a car, debt-free. Here's something that we're thinking about way down the road that we started thinking about when you were zero, when you were five, when you were 10. Here's an IRA that you cannot withdraw from, but here's an IRA, high school graduate, college graduate, with $60,000 in it. And all you gotta do, son, watch this, this is good, y'all gotta listen to me. When you pass this off to the kid, here's their assignment. Here's $60,000 in this account. 
I need you to put $100 in the, into this account for the next 10 years. So if you give it to them at 18, they're going to do this until they're 28. It's $100. And if you're going to college, me and your mom, we're going to help you maintain that $100 for the next four years. So if we got to put in $50 into this account while you put in 50, if we got to put in 75 while you put in 25, whatever that is, you're going to put $100 into this account for the next 10 years. On top of the 21,000, on top of the $60,000, right? So now they're putting that investment in there, $1,200 a year for the next 10 years. That kid put in $12,000. Now, their total is $183,000 in that account. Says one more time. They put in $12,000 on top of the $60,056 for the next 10 years. They, it grew by $111,000. Now they have $183,000 in their investment by the time they turn 28. Now, here's the math. Let's say that your child gets a job, gets a job, and says, you know what, mom, dad, I'm going to go up a little bit. And you just say, you know what, just, just do the bare minimum, son. Just, just, just do the bare minimum, okay? I teach invest 15% of your income into a mutual fund, into all your retirement accounts. I call it your wealth builder accounts. But let's say, you know what, at 21, 20, at 28 now, they should be in their careers. They should be really have an established job going on, right? They should be able to invest at least $350 minimum. Just $350 minimum into an account. People are spending $1,000 a month on just eating out right now. People are spending $300 a month just to go to Starbucks. This generation is spending money, $1,000 to go see a Beyonce concert, to go see a Drake concert. So, so, so while, I, while I understand that this not be an option for everybody, I think the average person who really sits down and look at their budget and is living below their means can invest $350 minimum into their accounts, into their retirement accounts. So if they're investing $350 a month on top of the $183,000 that they have in their account, you guys, they do this from 28 to 67 when they can retire. They're going to contribute about $163,000 into this account. Here's the bread and butter. They're going to retire with $10,898 in their account. With the most they put in there was $350. Mom and dad, you gave them $100 a month. Mom and dad, you helped them with $100. Then they took over the responsibility. Can you imagine what that does for the generations and the generations and the generations behind that? Because let's just say we rounded up to $11 million. Let's just say we rounded up to $11 million. Let's just say that. $11 million. Just the compound interest a year on $11 million, it's going to be about $1.1 million if it's 10%. Let's just say it goes down to, to 8%. They got $800,000 a year and they never touched the 10, $11 million into their account.
Now they can pass that money down to their children. Now they can pass this money down to their grandchildren and still have a million dollars they can play with throughout the year. Do you understand this? This is how we pass the bag, which leads me to truth number nine. Money is your number one wealth building tool. It's not just yours, it will be your kids. It's not just your kids, it will be your grandkids. Number one, money is your wealth building tool. It is not the end all be all goal. The end all be all goal is more abundance, it's more wellness, it's more freedom. And, and the tool, money, gets you to that. But the end all be all for AO, is I want more abundance. I want more wellness. I want my mind well. I want, I want freedom. I want joy. I want peace. I want prosperity. I want to see my friends winning. I want to see my community winning. That's the end all be all goal. And money is just a tool to help me get there. Which leads me to truth number 10. There's nothing wrong with enjoying your hard labor. Enjoy the fruit of your labor. Enjoy it. I got me two cars that I love. I'm building a pool in my house. It'll be done this summer. I'm going to jump in it and enjoy it. And when I get married, I'm jumping in there butt naked with my wife. I'm going to enjoy my hard Labor, because I'm being a good steward of the resources God has given me. And I do not serve a God that doesn't want me to enjoy the fruit of my obedience. Oh, that's so good. He, he doesn't want me to sit there and be miserable. He doesn't, want me to, he doesn't want me to sit there and eat beans and rice, noodles and rice, tomatoes and rice, and hot dogs for the rest of my life. No, no. He wants me to have a steak. He wants me to drive the Rolls Royce. Because if I'm doing it with the correct heart and with the correct spirit, it only represents the kingdom. Why do the kingdom people have to be so broke and miserable? Why do we got to pull up to a halfway built house? No. I want people to come in and see how good God has been. But I also want them to see it was discipline. It was a vision that helped me get here. It was, it was me being obedient. So I hope that these 10 truths will help you out this year. I hope that you understand that there are certain things that we just got, that we got, we got to do. These are the truth about building wealth. Don't listen to this false crap out here of how to get rich overnight, how to use these things to go out here and do this. And now you got tax problems. No, no, no. Follow these truths. And I promise you, truthfully, you'll be in a better place next year because you listen to me. Listen, I'm asking you to join me the rest of this week at PrayFYI.com because we're praying for your increase. And starting here, what, this month or next month, my Friday newsletters is going to be titled For Your Increase, that everything inside our newsletter is for your increase. Here's an app. Here's a product. Here's some lessons. Everything that you're going to get from us on Fridays is, is specifically for your increase this year specifically to help you take a seat at the head of your table so that you and your family can experience abundance, wellness, and freedom.
All right, so we're going to end today's show, as we always do on the single shows, uh, with the crescent of the show brought to you by Build Your Table with Anthony O'Neill that will actually be coming out here soon, actually within the next couple of weeks, starting in February 2024. Hey, beautiful people. This is Joy River with the Neatness Network, and you are currently listening to The Table with Anthony O'Neill. Be sure to check out my podcast, The Couch with Joy and Friends, right after this. The link will be in the show notes below. Let's get back to the table. This will be a live show that we do every Wednesday um, at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come spend your lunch hour with me as we uh, do a 15 to 20 minute teaching segment. And then uh, we will take questions and answer them live on the air. Today's question is, A.O., my wife is stressed with work and wants to quit her job. She brings in half of the home income. (laughs) What should I do? Read that one more time. He says, A.O., my wife is stressed with work and wants to quit her job. She brings in half the home income. Mm. What should I do? We actually talked about this last year on my Instagram channel, and I was actually shocked by a lot of the answers. And um, I didn't give my answer because I really wanted to answer it here um, on the show. Uh, But here's here's my thought, right? Um, I want to be very sensitive to my answer. I would never tell my wife what she has to do but I am going to, first thing, first thing, here's the very first thing. I am going to sit down. We're going to have, we're going to communicate. We're going to talk. We're going to dial into like, hey, what's the problem? What is the core issue? And if the core issue is you're just ready to be home, you want to be a stay-at-home mom, or is the core issue you want to be with me, or is the core issue is you just want a different job? Whatever that is, I want to get to the core issue. I don't want to be surface. So we're going to have an honest communication. I'm going to create a space and a place for my spouse to tell me her truth. I'm not going to attack her truth. I'm not going to attack her feelings. I'm going to create a space that is safe for her to say exactly what she is feeling. So that way, as a husband, as a provider, as a protector, um, I can sit there and hear her out clearly. And if I hear her say, Bay, I, I just want to be home. I do not want to work. I, I cannot be the wife and the mother working. Then the next thing for me is we're going to strategize a plan. And a deadline. All right, babe, you, you can't come home now, but can, can you give us one year? <clears throat> Meaning, you work, we start saving some of your money. I go and I um, read Anthony's um, guide to getting a raise and figure out a way how to get a raise on my job. Or maybe I get into the tech field. I'll look into course careers. Or maybe I can go do something else that will generate more income, right, for the family. But, babe, this may mean that we may need to kind of shift our lifestyle if you're going to come home. Now, for me, guys, you all have said this. I believe every man should be striving to make six figures. I'm going to say this one more time. Striving. Striving to make six figures. So this way, if wifey does want to come home and use her gifts, skills, and talents to nourish and to train and raise your kids, rather than the school system doing it, rather than a a, a nanny doing it, I think that is phenomenal. I, I salute those families who do that. I salute it. I interviewed someone on my show years ago where a young lady has a doctoral degree. 
a doctoral degree and she quit her job to come home and to use that information that she got in college to help her children graduate at 16 years old, get full rise. One of them got over $2 million in scholarships to go to college to get their education. Why? Because mom came home with all her education and instilled it into her kids. And he was able to graduate two years earlier. So for me, baby, let's communicate. Once we communicate, we're going to strategize a plan and stick to the deadline. Then after we come up with the strategy and the plan, we're going to pray over the strategy. As we're praying over it, we're making it happen. That's what I would do. That's exactly what I would do. And so I'm not saying that's for everyone, but for me, I am having the conversation. I am talking to my spouse. I am creating a space and a place to where she can share her truth and I'm not attacking her. Watch this. While she's communicating, I'm listening more than I'm responding. I'm watching more than I'm talking and I'm paying attention to make sure that my wife knows I'm dialed in. I hear your heart. I hear what you're saying. And then when she's done, bae, let this is what I think we should do. How do you feel about this? Once we have this conversation, okay, cool. Let's go to the drawing board. What are we going to do over the next six months, year, year and a half? When do you want to get off? When can I bring you off your job? When you come home, what are you doing? Are you just at home? Are, do we have kids? Are you making sure our kids are, are getting the knowledge and the wisdom that we didn't get when we were young? Are you partnering with me on the business? Like, what is the strategy? What is the plan? We're going to pray over it. Then we're just going to execute it, man. That's it. That's it. And men, we got to, we, we got to step up to the plate. We have to step up to the plate. Our, our sisters, our Queens are working hard and God knows, man, I'm not knocking today's modern ladies who, who want to work. Hey, I'm all for that. At the end of the day, a happy wife, I heard, is a happy life. And I just want my wife to be happy. I'm trying to stay in that pool. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to stay in there. And I said this on the show with Michelle Williams, my, my, my dear sister, a long time ago. I said, man, I don't know if I want my wife to go ask another man or woman for permission to take our kids on a vacation. I don't know if I want my wife to have to ask permission to do it. No, we're sitting at the head of our table. We run our lives and that's my goal. Y'all listen, I pray that this show bless you today. I hope that you got the truths. I hope that you take something from this. Let me know what you think about it in the, in the, in the comments. Let me know, let me know. And make sure you're subscribing. We're, we're, we're on a goal. We're, we, we have a goal this year to hit a million subscribers and uh, on YouTube and get to 100 plus downloads on podcasts. So if you're listening on podcasts, can you subscribe, please? If you're watching this on YouTube, can you please subscribe? Hey, y'all, we love you. We thank you for being a part of the E3 community. And we're going to see you in the next show. Peace out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.